0: Welcome back to Made in Manitoba, our weekly spotlight on those making music here in our province. This weekend, we're joined once again by Matt App.
1: The singer-songwriter just released a new album, Rolling Wave, his 13th studio recording over the course of his career.
2: Matt tells us this album is a pivot point for him musically and personally, transitioning from the more melancholy and heavier material of his previous efforts to a sound that's
0: Lighter. Now that change didn't come without tremendous challenge and loss beforehand and it's out of those experiences Rolling Wave came as Matt continued his nomadic life traveling and living in many different places.
1: It's Matt Epp on Made in Manitoba and we'll start our conversation with him and share music from Rolling Wave after this.
3: I'm building you a treehouse in the forest I'm filling it with all your favorite things There's a rainbow trout swimming in the river There beneath the waterfall where we will bathe Oh, I hope that you enjoy our little hideaway Mm, Maybe you'll even want to stay I put a lot of love into this little place And when your world turns inside out Darling, you be the melody I will sing your harmony Together we will live out all our days in our treehouse shells Riftwood is a frame beneath the bed There's an arrow in the door But it's not pointing anymore No, that was just a lousy shot I made Oh, I hope that you enjoy our little hideaway Maybe
0: Welcome back to Made in Manitoba. I'm co-host Chris Sumner. We're so excited to have back on the program, originally from Southern Manitoba, Matt Epp, who has just released his 13th studio album. Yes, I said 13 studio albums now from Matt Ebb. It's called Rolling Wave. And thank you, Matt, for taking time to connect with us tonight. And how about we start with that number, 13 studio albums. When you look at that, what does that mean to you?
2: <laughs> it means a few things. That, I mean, of course, you could think, oh, 13's got some significance as a mystical number or something. But for me, I just think, you know, when I was... When I, especially when I was starting out, I remember looking at my collection of Bob Dylan albums and, and I had them on CD. And there was something like 50 um, already at that point. And that was just the studio albums without being like the B-sides and, and all the rest of it. And I think I saw that span of a, of a lifetime and the frequency of the albums coming out. And I sort of took that as a model so it wasn't like okay i'm going to have six in my out in my life it's more like this is the way i'm going to process my entire life and i want it to be that the albums are check-ins along the way so if somebody i mean this is how i thought about it before so that if somebody wanted to um, follow the life of a human in this te- <laughs> in this time that they could that they that they'd have the development in a very earnest and honest way from early on right till the end. Um, and so at some points 13 is like, wow, I've been doing this for a while. And then on, on another hand, it's like, well, probably only a third of my way through my, <laughs> through my lifetime of output. I think it just is a, a testament to, you know, it's, it's always hard. It's always, you put everything into every album and, and it keeps going and, and all those things that you thought were the most important things in the world, um, they, They too shall pass, you know, Uh (laughs) they they become another step that got you closer to where you are now. And it helps to mature in that way, both as an artist and as a man um, and get to this distance where I feel like, okay, that was part one of the book. And now album 13 feels like part two of the book starts.
0: Well, let's just talk a little bit about how part two of the book starts rolling wave is, is the title of the album. What is the story behind you selecting those two words as the title for your 13th studio album?
2: The image itself had come from uh, um, a a lyric in a song, song number, whatever two, I think called live free. And, uh, and I was likening myself to a rolling wave addressing a woman who I called the deep sea. So I felt like there's this, inextricable part of the the masculine and feminine and and this sort of this theme of balance and so the the idea of the wave of course is is with the pull of the earth that the the waves it's just sort of like the wind it's trying to balance high pressure to low pressure and it's trying to shift the water in one way and it's a it's a an instrument or a slave of natural law and and balance and i think that that's where it came from for me um I had started the writing three years ago in southern Mexico and really had that that image was strong for me. And so when it came to put everything together and this theme of balance and and um, so on going on with me, I was like, yeah, that's not only my experience and the greater picture, but it also felt like an identity I had. and And also as a nomad kind of like a, a person that's moved around a lot, um, even inside Manitoba. I was all over the place in southern Manitoba growing up and um, and coming from a background that's Mennonite. Of course, the, those Mennonite people had been moved from one place to the next for a long time, so I kind of felt like that was appropriate.
0: You know, reading about the process that you went through to create this album, Rolling Wave, it certainly comes to mind how your life personally went through so much upheaval and change over the last number of years how did those experiences influence what you ended up recording and ultimately mastering into Rolling Wave
2: I think sometimes it takes some more challenging times to break us out of certain patterns and I think that for me um this this album's a lot lighter and and it's it marks a transition out of out of quite heavy and sad material which more or less my last number of albums had been much more melancholy and, and and sad than i than i had realized at the time until i kind of came out of it and challenges like um a marriage ending and losing a home and the pandemic and i and a um there was a robbery that um Happened in the summer where I lost all of my, you know, back catalog, all my masters, all my backups and monies, (laughs) like everything was gone. And I think that these things come as a gift because it really is like symbolic. You know, you lose everything you've ever done, plus all of your identification and all of your resources, which means you really are starting fresh. It feels like a baptism or or a rebirth and a refining, taking away anything that's just not truly me. And so these things have really cleared the path for me to start fresh and to see things in a new perspective. The album actually for me is a lot of that transition. And I feel like now having it, it's like the transitions behind me. And and I'm walking around very light right now. matt epp
0: and music from his
2: just released album rolling wave a creative effort which took place over the course of the pandemic in two key locations
0: the songs that make up rolling wave were written by matt during a self-imposed song a day challenge with that happening in his friend serena ryder's basement where he was living at the time and then in his friend arts converted rural art church on the shore of Lake Huron.
1: Those locations, coupled with the writing that came out of the song A Day Challenge, led to the music and lyrics, which became Rolling Wave. We'll ask Matt about all of that when Made in Manitoba continues. One, two, three. Mm.
3: a changing world and a changing time. We all know what's next. The water's high and the rising line is creeping up our fence. Mm -hmm. I'm tune underneath the moon, pretend that all is right. But the sun comes soon, we'll face our doom in tomorrow morning's light. Sunlight, harmless on the page. It's a changing world and a changing time. Come on, we know what's next. We're on thin ice between death and life. We ride a blade fine. This way of life was suicide, and now we pay for it. And whether or not we knew the cost won't comfort any pain. It's hard as rock to make change with talk. Mistakes we made are surely grave. Now, girl, we must be brave. No longer science fiction, lying harmless on the page. It's a changing world and a changing time. Come on, we know what's next. We're on thin ice between death and life. We ride a blade, fine edge. Yes, these mistakes we made are surely grave. Now, girl, we must be. Lying harmless on the page. It's a changing world, changing time. Come on, we know what's next. We're on thin ice between death and life. We ride a blade, fine.
0: about how this song a day challenge may have started that transition from that heavier material into what we're hearing on rolling wave and how at least as i read it matt was kind of the genesis of the album is that correct
2: yeah that's correct chris um i've i've i had done that before a song a day challenge where you start the song in the morning from scratch with with no preconceived ideas and you have to finish it and have a demo by the night and I found that was a really good way to remove the songwriting judge, like the creative judge that says, you know, is this any good? Is anyone going to like this? Or or you have an idea of what you want to make. And you get out of the way and you let the spirit come through. And, um, and so after my separation and losing my home and being really concerned, um, you know, for my little daughter and stuff like that, I, I quit writing because I, I had all these sad songs and I said, no more sad songs. <laughs> <laughs> so it had been about a year and a half of of not writing and um, and then I realized my problem was that I had given myself a rule and that's why I couldn't write anymore. And so I just decided very consciously one day, I'm starting Song A Day again and I'm going to make sure that I don't have that rule. I can write whatever needs to come out and then and then they did start flowing and all of these songs like made for love came that first week Tr- "Treehouse" house came that week. Yeah. So basically the whole album came out of two, two week long sessions during the pandemic where, where I just took away that condition of not writing sad things. And then what ended up coming out was of course, you know, playful and imaginative and joyful and a little bit more liberated than I'd ever felt before.
0: And I wanted to touch on in particular the song present moment. It's a song that certainly has struck a chord with us over here at the radio station. Just oh, tell good. us, yeah, just tell us a little bit about that song and, and where it came from.
2: Wow. That that's so touching. I don't think, uh, I don't think many, well, the album's not out. So, um, so I haven't really heard anyone's reaction to that song, but it's super special to me. So that means a lot. Um yeah, it's the last song I had written for that album. It was very much right at the end of my song a day challenge, um, at at the art church, and that particular morning, I was in what would have what would have been kind of the stage of the chapel, and facing this huge window of a uh, stained glass window of, of Jesus holding a, a lamb. And I remember sitting on that couch and going through about six different song ideas, you know, just the first thing that would come, I'd start that like I often do. And then every time they sort of, I just felt this intuitively like this wasn't it. So I ditched about six songs first. I was sort of frustrated. And then I was just, um, then I was just looking at this stained glass window. And I had been sort of studying a little bit about the idea about death doula, like somebody who helps other people transition um, in their death to the other side. And I was just, I just started thinking about it. And all of a sudden the sun just beamed through that Jesus and the lamb. And it really felt like, you know, (laughs) those God rays. And, and I just started thinking like, well, we don't know what's going to be on the other side, exactly how it looks. So I started imagining it. And then it was almost like some periods where I've been writing. And when I write, they sort of turn into prayers. And I felt like my musings on death and the other side and what it all means, I felt like God was speaking to me in a way or, or something was, was educating me that it doesn't really matter what's on the other side that's not for you to know but what is for you to know is to be where you are and to recognize the people around you that's your purpose and that is in fact the experience of the future other side where we are now it's almost like we only get a couple of dimensions of it but we're already there um and it was a profound lesson and and i i had chills like my <laughs> goosebumps and i also had a lot of tears through that as i played it every word it's just like i i knew how there was something very true coming through me through me and i was getting a very big gift at that moment you know and i've and i've only shared it with my dad um when it was brand new i haven't shared it with anyone so i'm really happy that you you asked about it thank you <laughs>
3: now there are people who need us i feel them in this present moment yeah i do whenever we go then whoever may greet us here and now there are people who need us i feel you
2: And we wrap up this weekend's Made in Manitoba with the song Present Moment from Matt Epps' new album, Rolling Wave, which is out now.
0: Matt is on the road right now with tour dates this spring on the East Coast and across Western Canada. Plus, he's really looking forward to his only Manitoba date on the calendar in Winnipeg, which will also serve as the album release party. That's coming up in June. You can get all those details on his website, mattep.com.
1: Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba. Be sure to check out past programs at podcastville.ca. For my co-hosts, Chris Sumner and Zach Drieger, I'm Michelle Sawatsky. We'll be back one week from today. Good night.